whatever the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve. Join us in Arizona on March 5th, 6th, and 7th for the Weekend of Wealth taught by the Think and Grow Rich Institute president himself and representatives of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. The book Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill years ago and remains the go-to book and a continued bestseller for self-help all over the world. Why? Because it works. Over 100 million people have experienced the transforming power of Napoleon Hill's teachings. Now you can too. The Think and Grow Rich Institute Weekend of Wealth is the next step for those who want to truly transform their lives forever. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. There's amazing discounts along with a free youth wealth forum for the children of all attendees. Now that's a good deal. Join us for the Weekend of Wealth and experience Arizona's beautiful hiking trip trails, shopping, golf, and much more. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. Register today and change your life forever. Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to our show today. As I mentioned, this is a pop-up show because I have had the flu and uh, have not been feeling too well. So hopefully I was able to spruce myself up a little bit because I wanted to do this show today. I hope you all are having an awesome, awesome day today and whatever you'll be doing tonight. First, I wanted to just give honor and thank you to Spain, China, and Germany. Uh, The numbers have been rising in those particular countries related to people listening to my show. So really thankful for that. Thankful for you guys. Hey, and for the United States and everybody who always listens from time to time. But today is a special show. Uh, Some of you all may know, based on what we've done in the past, uh, and people that are in my circle, people that that I come in contact with uh, based on the various things that I do, uh, I do know multimillionaires and billionaires and have added a number of them to uh, the list of people that I know and people that you'll be seeing and hearing from uh, soon related to my show. And so I just wanted to just share some things with you related to some things that uh, I said that three, probably even more, three billionaires said to me the other day. Now, some of that, (coughs) excuse me, did transpire this weekend. And then some Uh, is related, like I said, just to people that uh, are already in my circle that I know. So I think this is very important because people sometimes have a certain thought about something maybe that they're not familiar with. Uh, And I would have to say that, you know, a lot of people are just not familiar with how billionaires operate. And so I wanted to just give you 
just some insight on that and just some things that have come up uh, one-on-one conversations that I've had. Uh, and just to, just to let you know some things related to the fact, you know, that billionaires are people too. A lot of these different uh, things that I'm going to talk about today, there's about 12 that I'm going to go through uh, have to do with whether you are striving to be a multimillionaire or billionaire for whatever your reasons are, if you are striving to own a business and, and do joint ventures and do mergers and, and sell businesses, sell your business, you know, exit and get the money, a portion of it, whatever would be coming to you. Some of that is what has happened with these particular people, including, you know, ones that have sold their companies for $1.1 billion or they currently are still working inside those companies, a number of them that are in the one or, or, or two digit billion dollar range. There's still some fundamental principles, some fundamental things that are principles that they live by that are the same as what you and I should be living by every day anyways. So what I wanna do <clears throat> is not to take too much of your time, but I do want to share some of this information and uh, just you can do whatever it, with it that you like after I just put it out there. But these were some things that were said to me personally. There are also a number of things that were said, you know, in, in general uh, sessions. But uh, I, I felt, like I said, in my heart that this is something that, that should be shared just so it'll be out there and, and you'll know. Okay? Okay. So... Number one, one thing that was said to me was in relation to the word trust. So number one, very fundamental principle <coughs> that we all should be able to live by, right, is the word trust. And whether, <coughs> I'm so sorry for my coughing, whether it has to do with you trusting somebody one-on-one -on -one, or if you're needing to trust somebody in a business deal, Part of trust is, you know, the handshake that some people do in order to do business. And obviously, contracts. Now, depending <laughs> on what's going on, you know, what kind of contract we're talking about, there's all different kinds of operating agreements out there. And when we talk about the word trust, yes, you should be able to really do business with people that you can do a handshake with, but obviously if there's like millions and millions of dollars in place, you want to have some kind of contracts in place, right? Well, part of it is understanding every single thing that is in that contract and how it affects you. Every single thing that's in there, how it affects you, what percentages are divided up where, who owns what, if this happens, how does that affect you? If that happens, how does that affect them? When it's time for exit, what's in there related to that. So even if you do read all the fine print, you still have to have where you're working with people that you can trust. So trust was one of the big things that was discussed. Uh, there's been some deals gone good and some deals gone bad. I know that's not proper English, but that was the analogy that I wanted to say. Some good, some bad. And part of it all has to do with no matter what is on that paper. If you really can't work with people that you can even just work from a handshake, then you may not even want to be working with those people anyway. 
if there's going to be where you are having a feeling in your gut, a lot of them talk about the gut. Uh, if you feel in your gut that there's some things that are, that are already shady or that go, are going to be shady just because of the feeling that you have about the person, then you may or may not want to be doing business with them. So the first thing that I was talking about was related to trust. You need to be able to work with and hang around and associate with people in your circle that you can trust, especially if there's in, it's going to end up being big money involved. Number two has to do with timing. Now, the, the angle that I'm going to talk about related to timing is uh, one gentleman talked to me about the fact that if it had been maybe months ago or years ago, one of the deals that I was talking to him about, that it might have been something that he would have done. But because of people coming up and uh, talking to him about various deals that they had and then some things maybe have gone, not gone as how he thought that they should go, that has now influenced his future decisions on deals that are similar to the one that I was speaking to him about. Okay. So let me kind of like rewind that again. So some of these things have to do with timing and some of the decisions and different things that go on with people have nothing, absolutely nothing to do with you, but it has more to do with the people that have come before you. So you want to be careful that you are not putting yourself in a situation where whatever is going on with you is now what is going to cause, have a cause and effect on someone else not being able to work with the same person because of something that went on with you. So I'm going to back that one up one more time again is it's kind of related to another one that I have, which is number three. So I'll just go ahead and put timing with know your numbers. I'll put timing with know your numbers. So number three will be know your numbers. So what I mean by that, you need to know all the ins and outs related to your business, depending on what it is they ask you. You need to be able to answer those questions, whether it's financially, whether it's related to your team, whether it's related to your projections, whether it's related to profit and loss, things that have happened already, whether it's related to how you have done your competitive analysis and what that came out with, uh, what you're going to be doing domestically, uh, internationally, there's all different kinds of things. And that's just like not even scratching the surface, but you know, what is your, your marketing plan? What is your business plan? You know, what do you have outlined for your financials? So part of it is that you need to know your numbers. Now, when you go into this, when I'm talking about timing, Part of it, like I said, is maybe they're already in the midst of some things and whatever it is that you have may sound really great, but they're already in the midst of some other things. And so the timing is not that it's never, but it's just not yet. So if it's not never, if the answer is not that it's, it's never, maybe that it's just not yet, then you have to be able to be prepared to still t stay on top of whatever it is so that you then can present to that person again. Now, this is in relation to your relationship with someone who is in this financial state. This is also in relation to talk, just talking to them in general on um, things that have gone on in their life, okay? And where they thought they knew what was going on and found out that maybe there were some other things going on. So part of what was said related to timing is that it's timing related to, to business deals and it's just timing related to just 
how you take time to figure out and understand everything about your business. Some of these people, they know all the ins and outs of every single thing that transpires inside their businesses. Do you? Now, it's okay to delegate some things. It's okay to have people over this division and that division and this location and that location. But if anything goes down, if anything gets twisted around and you see that there is starting to be some dips in the, in the finances, then you need to understand why. And you need to understand where it could potentially have come from or how to, to figure it out so that you can get things back on the right track. So part of the timing is really meaning the time that you need to take to make sure that you know the ins and outs of your business. And then the other part is making sure that you have taken time to know your numbers in case you're going to be presenting something to one of these people, you will have all the information. Okay. So all of this is key and all of this, when we get all done, all of it all has to really, really do with relationships. Um, But I'm just going to keep going down the list. The next thing, number four, and I've already touched on part of this is relation to contracts. So the first thing I mentioned was trust was number one. Two was timing. Three was know your numbers. And four is contracts. Now, there's non-disclosure agreements. There's a number of things related to the confidentiality around whatever it is that you're working on. Those should be signed no matter what. But there's also various operating agreements and um, a number of other kinds of agreements that are used in business. And All I'm saying related to this is that you need to make sure, like I said earlier, I guess I kind of tied that one into number four related to contracts, uh, is that you need to understand every single thing that's in those contracts. Read every single page. Know everything that you're initialing and dating. And make sure that you have a copy. And make sure that you put the whole date. Now, especially if you're dealing with people Whether you're dealing with people that you feel you can trust or not, this is something that has come up uh, related to some conversations with some billionaires, okay? Now, this other part of the contracts did not. This is just something because I'm a regulatory person. This is the year 2020. So write 2020 on your contract and all the years going forward. When it's 2020 run, write 2021 on the contract. Don't just write 20. So today is Let's say today is December 16th, 20. You write December 16th, 2020. Don't leave that open because if you're uh, working with someone shady, there may be some reason why they might want to put something after the 20. If you just write 20, they could put a 17 or 18 or a 19. How that benefits them, I'm not sure, but it still could maybe cause issues because this is a legal document. So make sure that you put 2020. Now, that date part didn't come up in the conversations with billionaires. That's just something that I threw in there. But uh, any contract that you are involved in, make sure that you read the whole thing and you understand the whole thing, get whatever revisions you need to have uh, made. Now, I want to say something personally about that. When you get revisions made to a contract, let's say that it's a 22-page contract and you need revisions on page 13, 14, and 17. When you get the contract back, Don't just check page 13, 14, and 17. Check the whole contract. 
wherever there was vital data and dates and information and percentages, check the whole thing. Because again, depending on if you're working with someone straight or with someone shady, they could have corrected what you asked them to correct on those three pages, but then also change something else. You didn't read through it. You only checked the three pages that you asked them about, and now you've signed it, and basically it's a done deal. So make sure that you check and read the whole contract. Make sure you get a copy of the whole thing and go through the whole thing every single time you get all of the information back. Let's go to another one, number five. The billionaires, a number of them, talked about mentors. So number five is mentors. Have people in your life, no matter how much money you make, have people in your life that you can get coaching from. Now, part of this does not even have to do with money. Obviously, you know, you don't want to uh, have where you're asking financial information and decisions and uh, coaching from someone who is not around that same financial status. But that wasn't what they were talking about. There's all different kinds of mentors that you may need. Some may be just in relation to understanding more about the business that you're, you're looking to acquire. You may not be in oil. You may not be in real estate. You may not be in cannabis. But whether you're in cannabis or real estate or, or oil or any of these areas or not, you can get a mentor, someone who is in those areas that may not have as much money as you, but still is a very, very sound sounding board to be able to, to give you advice that you need. Sometimes some people may want to do other things in their life. And so they would have a mentor or a coach related to that. So that particular one is related to just making sure that you have mentors. Okay, that's number five. Number six, inspiration. There were a number of conversations that we had related to what their inspiration was for starting some of these, these products and businesses or moving into these various areas. Some of it had to do with where they were, I guess, in their past, like, you know, what, what it was that they, they did in college. And then some of it is just strictly a business decision. It has nothing to do with, um, with what they went to college for. It's, it's business related. So they're going on into other areas of business related to the fact that they were inspired to do so for whatever reason. One guy, he was inspired because of a friend of his wanted him to do it. And then he ended up finding out that that was something that was really, really good. And so he went ahead and did that one thing. And I'm leaving out the names of these people because that's really irrelevant. What I wanted to give you was the information related to conversations that we had to maybe help you in however it, it may help you. So figure out your inspiration, figure out your why, and have that be you know, something that actually helps to drive you. One just wanted to make his mom happy. And so he was doing something to make her happy. And it ended up being something that became something that was lucrative. And he wanted to just be, you know, be able to take care of his mom, not that she understood everything related to business. That was another part of the conversation. It was a, a very nice part of the conversation, but it is part of the why. So have an inspiration, have a why. So I believe that that is number six. Number seven, hold on to your money. Hold on to your money. 
So this might be tied to one of the other ones. So I think I'll go ahead and put that. So that's number seven, hold on to your money. And then number eight would be not enough money. It's like, now, Crystal, you're talking about billionaires and you're talking about they don't have enough money. Yes. And I'm talking about money to invest in whatever this particular opportunity is. Not any opportunity that, that, that I brought up, but some of these folks, all of these folks, like they have money because they hold on to their money. They don't just put it into any and everything that comes along. And one person did say that he didn't have enough money for a project that he was talking about. So what do you mean by that? He's a billionaire, right? So part of what he meant was that if you don't have your project plan and your plan of how this particular thing is going to be financed, then you don't do it. You don't do it. And that's been a common theme between uh, a number of the multimillionaires and, and billionaire people that I've talked to. So they're not going to use their personal finances to finance a project that maybe that you want to work with them on or even a project that they are thinking about getting involved with. Now, that, that's obviously their, their choice if they want to do that because that does happen all the time. But I'm just talking about in general, part of the reason why people have money is because they learned how to hold onto it and make sure that they don't go into anything that they can't already ensure will be financed. So sometimes, like I said, that happens various different ways and the money um, in these cases, it's not the personal money anyway, it's money uh, based on whatever entities that they have. All of these are covered and sheltered by entity names. So it would be money from the entity, not money from their personal accounts. So hold on to your money. And the other point was not enough money. So adopting that philosophy will also help you, no matter where you are on the, on the ladder, whether you're a five-figure person, six-figure person, seven-figure person, is make sure that whatever it is that you're working on, me included, make sure that you're able to have it financed, already have that part figured out. And most likely, if you don't, then don't do it. I mean, you have to know the numbers. It goes all the way back full circle, right? Related to knowing your numbers. Okay, so the next one is honor your parents. Honor your parents. Honor your parents. So as we know, unless it's time for the rapture, you know, time, time is going to go on, but our life will not go on. We've seen time and time again uh, in the news where there's people that we felt, you know, we're not going to be going anywhere anytime soon uh, that are no longer with us. So part of what was talked about were relationships with them and their parents and how they miss their parents. And so honor your parents, love your parents, spend time with your parents, listen to your parents. Maybe take some business advice from your parents, maybe not, you know, but this relationship is something that was considered key to a number of people. Being thankful for their mother, being thankful for their father, being thankful for the inspiration that they were uh, in their life. So that particular point is honor your parents. The next one is smile. Smile. 
And why is this something that would be important to know and hear from a, a billionaire? Well, a lot of times, you know, people are just coming up to them and they're just all about business, meaning the business of wanting to spend their money, having plans for their money, as opposed to even just getting to know them. One guy, he was like, well, you're trying to like tell me what I can do for tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars for you. You don't even know me. We haven't even had a cup of coffee together and you are giving me all these plans. Like serious, like just straight up, just coming up, just talking about all these different things that they could do together and work on. And and there's been no relationship built at all. And so just smiling and being friendly and just treating them like, you know, regular people because they are, uh, is something that uh, is very important. And uh, some people are okay with uh, just like the, the stars, uh, some of the stars, you know, that I've met um, this weekend and even before, just making a big deal like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And just, you know, just all over them like that is different than just treating them like a, a regular person, just having a conversation. And that's probably why, you know, I've been able to have some conversations, these kinds of conversations with, with folks and going to have some more and have some on my show. Uh, real excited about that. So just smile, be cordial, and um, just chill, and just treat them like regular people. Don't come up already with a whole laid, laid out detailed plan on how to spend their money, okay? Just don't, don't do that. Don't do that. All right. And one of the last things I want to talk about is related to confidentiality. Confidentiality. This one particular uh, gentleman, he owns multiple businesses. He has like a lot going on and he is a multi, multi-billionaire. And uh, when he gave me his number and we said that we would talk further, uh, he wanted to just make sure that I would be maintaining that and, and retaining it from a confidentiality perspective. And of course, I already was. And it's not something that he would need to say uh, to me but um, but he doesn't he doesn't necessarily know me. We've only had you know a number just a couple of short conversations. So please, depending on who you come in contact with, and it really doesn't matter who you come come in contact with. A lot of times, people don't want to want other people to know that they're in conversations with you necessarily. Some people, depending on what's going on, they they don't care. But depending on what it is, they don't even want other people to know that they're in conversations with you. And I have had one that that has happened with just wanting to make sure that we're able to maintain the communication that we need to um, have related to some things that we're working on and not just letting everyone know everything about it. So depending on what is asked or stated or requested, honor that, honor that. Now, of course, related to a phone number, I'm not going to be giving out anyone's phone number. I don't care how much money you make. If you've told me that you don't want your number given out, then I'm not going to do it. And I don't do that anyway. I'll just call and let you know that XYZ person wants your number and give you their number if they want and do it the opposite way. So that's just something that's just a common courtesy related to phone numbers. But I have a number of these types of people in my phone and have a number of things that some of us are working on things together and some of them are just new um, acquaintances 
new new relationships <laughs> that have been formed. And so just trying to take things slow and just make sure that that you know we're on the same page on whatever it is that we're working on. So I just wanted to kind of give you this list of some things that were said uh, and some things that were stated as being important. And a number of people, you know, thank God for for what they have and what they've been able to do. And uh, part of it is just people really, like I said, wanting to come up and spend your money or have having a um, an opinion about your your wealth and your status. Now, a number of these people are very, very philanthropic, very, very philanthropic. But again, that's something that they don't want everybody to know who they're giving to. Some people are really out there and talk about, you know, that they gave to this foundation or that foundation or had this this orphanage built and this hospital built and stuff like that. But a lot of people, they don't they don't want that kind of limelight. So then they sometimes get criticized saying that they just are hoarding money when in fact they've done tremendous work in the community, but just don't want it publicized. So you come across this situation or you hear somebody talking about whoever, just again, I keep talking about take a step back, just take a step back and don't get involved in that because you don't, you don't even really know. You have no idea where every single penny that person has, where it went to. You don't. So unless they share that with you in a conversation of which some of, the, some of them have had conversations with me related to some of the things that they've done or are doing, then, then and only then will you know related to even just, you know, scratching the surface of what they've done uh, with their, their money. And then some people even have something to say about that, talking about the fact that, uh, oh, well, they just did that for a tax write-off. Like they really need a tax write-off, really? <laughs> so... Just part of this is just treating people like regular people, just sitting down and having a conversation. And you never know sometimes who you're talking to anyway, because a lot of people think about, you know, multimillion dollar, uh, multimillionaires and billionaires and stuff. We all know that that doesn't mean that they're all dressed up and that they're, that they look a certain way. You know that, you know that. So some of these people that are walking around, some of the people that maybe we've even served on the street when we do what we do with the homeless and families in need could actually be a multimillionaire because sometimes people just want to know how you're going to treat people. And that is the truth. It's not just in the movies where you see that that happened and then it ends up that they have another act of kindness back or like whatever that boss show is where they pretend that they're someone and then they're actually the boss of the whole company. Kind of like that, but no, I'm not really talking about that. Just treat people like regular people and have conversations with people that are just regular conversations. Don't ask people how much money they have. Now, some things are public record and you will know based on whatever company it was that they sold, depending if it's a public or private company or if it was you know, on, on the New York Stock Exchange or whatever exchange it may have been on, you can get some of that information. The one company that was sold for $1.1 billion, I mean, that's public information. And the point is, is that you don't talk about finances when you're, when you're talking with the person. You just don't. There's general things, you know, that you can talk about. Obviously, you know something about their status based on what, however it was that you met them. But other than that, you don't talk about 
what someone's worth, okay? So again, I just wanted to just throw out these nuggets and just let you know um, some conversations I had with, with three billionaires recently. And I'll just kind of go back over the points and hopefully this was helpful for you. They're all basic things that anybody and everybody should have as a part of how you live your life anyway. Starting out with the number one was related to trust. Be a trustworthy person and make sure that you sometimes um, trust your gut in other instances, depending on what's going on, okay? But trust, trust is huge. Another one had to do with contracts. Read the full contract. Before you sign whatever it is, make sure you have all the pages. If you need um, revisions, make sure you look for the revisions on those pages and look back at the other pages. Don't just take, you know, their word for it that they brought you back the whole contract the way that you thought that it was. Another one was related to know your numbers. Another one was related to timing. And just because they may talk to you and be really interested in whatever it is that you have to say and maybe say no, not yet. That's not necessarily saying no. Okay. As well as another thing had to do with inspiration. Have a why. Have a why. And uh, ask them their why. It's not all about you and what it is that you may want to partner with them on or, or get from them. Just, you know, just have a regular conversation about who they are and what's important to them. So that one was related to inspiration. Another one was related to honor your parents. That's something we all should do, not just because it's something that they do. It's something that, that we all should do. And um, oh, the funny one was uh, when um, I was told, you know, I didn't have enough money for that. Well, that just meant that they didn't have money allocated to finance that particular thing. New things come up all the time. So for each of these, they ensure that there's a way to finance that. Otherwise, don't do it. And so that was the one related to hold on to your money. A lot of people have what they have because they know how to hold on to it and to invest it wisely, use it wisely based on if there's already a plan there. Another one was related to mentors. Have good mentors. Have a number of mentors in the various areas of your life so that you have a lot of good energy, a lot of good information coming in. People who will be honest with you, not just honest with you because you have money uh, and it's really not being honest. They, they just maybe sometimes say whatever it is that they, they think that you want to hear um, because they want to keep that relationship going for whatever reason. Make sure you have some honest, straight up, really good mentors in your life. And... I think that's it aside from the last one, which was related to confidentiality. You don't have to come like right out and ask confidentiality question. I mean, it'll come up on whatever level that it's supposed to come up during your conversation, but honor whatever it is that they, they say to you that they would like to have as far as confidentiality, especially in my field, being that I'm doing interviews, there's a lot of things that are uh, live streamed. And so, Whatever comes out is what comes out, right? And, um, but depending on what conversations you've had beforehand, you can outline some things or they can outline some things that they would like to not to discuss. 
And so make sure that you honor that. Oh my gosh, make sure that you honor that. And uh, sometimes... <laughs> Uh, there have been some things that have come out that have been almost borderline illegal or maybe were illegal back in the day. Some things that have come out on some conversations I've had with people, whether it's been on my show, there's been a few things that have come up on my show uh, and then other things in conversations with them where they're just, you know, talking to me about some things because they, they, they confide in me. Uh, people confide in me, you know, related to certain things. And it's not that they're saying it, you know, like I'm just going to go out to the police or FBI and have it investigated. And it's not that everybody's doing illegal things. I'm just saying that sometimes way back a long time ago, there were some things that may have happened or come up that might've been borderline illegal. Okay, so um, that's basically it for the show for today. Just wanted to uh, share a couple things with you. We have a number of great shows coming up and I'm just really thankful that um, I've been able to continue to meet just such amazing, amazing people, uh, people that uh, are doing their thing, doing their thing, doing it really well. Uh, some people making a lot of money at it. And, and oh, that's the other, other thing I want to say is that all of these people have quote unquote failed. Every single one of them have quote unquote failed. And what do I mean by that? They've had to do things sometimes that they've had to learn lessons. Some of them have been multi-million dollar lessons. Some things that didn't go quite as they planned. And so they lost sometimes thousands of dollars, sometimes millions of dollars have been lost in some of these deals. And so what do you do? You learn from it and you make sure that you don't make those same, same mistakes ever again. But sometimes it happens over and over. Now, you know, some of them have more money to, to play with in that area than other people, uh, but they all have gone through some type of loss. And so the main thing is don't give up. And the main thing that has come up, which is what we are also teaching in our Action Over Words Bootcamp, is do the work. Riches and all this stuff that I'm talking about, it's a lot of intricate detail related to running all of these different businesses and all these different contracts and knowing the ins and outs of everything. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. And that came up several times in several of the conversations. So again, not going to just keep going on with various things. I'm sure I can just continue to remember uh, more and more. But um, I thought it was pretty cool and wanted to share that with you. Again, thank you all who have been listening in from other countries. Um, some of these people are from other countries as well. Uh, I met them here at a meeting uh, in the United States, plus the people that I already know. I shared some things with you from uh, billionaire conversations in the past, as well as some that have just transpired this last weekend. So you all have a great, great evening, and we'll be back with you soon. And I hope to not be coughing when, when we meet back up again. All right. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.
want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the homeless and needy families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Join us in Arizona on March 5th, 6th, and 7th for the Weekend of Wealth, taught by the Think and Grow Rich Institute president himself and representatives of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. The book Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill years ago and remains the go-to book and a continued bestseller for self-help all over the world. Why? Because it works. Over 100 million people have experienced the transforming power of Napoleon Hill's teachings. Now you can too. The Think and Grow Rich Institute Weekend of Wealth is the next step for those who want to truly transform their lives forever. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com. Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. There's amazing discounts along with a free youth wealth forum for the children of all attendees. Now that's a good deal. Join us for the Weekend of Wealth and experience Arizona's beautiful hiking trail shopping, golf, and much more. That's www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com www.thinkandgrowricheventbrite.com Find the three-day workshop in Phoenix, Arizona. Register today and change your life forever. 